welcome back to another episode of In Check with Fintech. This week, we have the pleasure to be joined by Marianne Bregenzer, Country General Manager at Nexi Switzerland. Marianne has been in the payment space for over 13 years. She's also an active member of the Diversity and Inclusion Board at Nexi and the lead of the Women in Nexi Win Employee Resource Group at the company. Enjoy listening. So then, without further ado, uh, Mariana, I'd like to welcome you to InCheck with Fintech. Hi, Roger. Nice to meet you. Great to have you uh, on the show. And yeah, today, topic will be more around diversity, right? We've been having a few guests on this podcast to talk about diversity, uh, their journey, um, and maybe specifically also what the companies they've worked for have done really well, how they go and approach this, because diversity is a hot topic, right? It's been a hot topic, I think, for 40 or 50 years, but definitely now it seems to, specifically within the fintech space, but even in the broader tech and even outside of that, diversity is always a, a topic which is relevant to discuss. So but before we do that, Mariana, would you mind giving a bit of an introduction to our listeners on who you are? My name is Marianne Bregenzer and I'm Country General Manager at Nexi for Switzerland. Our aim is to provide merchants and financial institutions with payment. For my professional journeys, I was now more then 13 years in the payment industry. And before that, I worked in the travel industry. Privately, I am a mom of three kids and we are enjoying the beautiful nature around Zurich where we are living. What also drives me personally or what, what is my passion is also really to see on how can people evolve in their jobs, in their private life. And that's what also uh, would, would bring me forward in my or brought me forward in my life and which is also my motivation to continue um, to engage me also in other topic than um, like diversity in our company and in community in general. Great. Also, well, thanks for the intro. I think there's a couple of folks there I'd like to pick up on uh, a bit later or specific, specifically around your, your leadership, but maybe yeah. Take a step back, right? So you've been in payments for yeah about thirteen years now. Before you um, exactly. go from the from the travel hospitality yeah. industry to to payments, um, was it back then thirteen years ago? Diversity was it spoken about at all, or not really? Well, I mean, at the time, uh, it was a complete difference between the travel industry, where in the travel industry you had seventy percent of women working, <laughs> and in <laughs> And in the payment industry, it was a complete uh, difference uh, where we had more less than 30% of women pay, uh, working in. At the time, uh, payment was called Zahlungsinfrastruktur uh, or Zahlungsdienstleistungen. So something which sounds quite a bit more like a government body yeah. uh, and less something which sounds like a gross story. And I think the, the whole industry changed um, from the time back uh, 15 years ago to now being really a fintech-oriented uh, industry, but where also we are relying not only on system, but also on people. And I think that's this view changed massively in the last years uh, and, and brought also around the, the importance of combining both, uh, not only, let's say, the technical part where you just do a transaction from A to B, but really bringing in uh, the the people side as well. Interesting. All right. So there's been a kind of mindset change, if you will, from, yeah, very much being 
technically focused to also the em- empathetic side, if you will. Yeah. I mean, payments is about technology, but the technology is built upon the people. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that has changed quite a lot, uh, driven by different parts of the business. One, of course, because there have been some startups which have been quite innovative with new products, with no solution. Um, but also um, through other uh, influences um, that that happen on the market, and yeah. uh, and therefore, um, I really think that because the whole industry changed, also the kind of people which are working here, or the way of how we are working, also changed in the last years. So what does diversity mean to you then? And what has it? What has it meant to you throughout your career? Like, was it something that has been important to you? Kind of your integral values, if you will, or what does diversity mean to you? For a personal point of view, diversity means for me, and here I would like more to to, to, to use maybe the, the terminology of inclusion, to, to really be in, allowed to work or to be accepted by a group as you are. So uh, I grew up uh, in the French part of Switzerland, uh, but I started my career in the German part. And um, I was a woman, which is in Switzerland, uh, let's say we, we are starting to evolve to get better, yeah. but we still have probably some uh, some point to catch up. So I was always a kind of outsider, also a French speaking girl in the German speaking part. Um, then I was a woman, so usually I was the only blonde person at the table. Uh, to, to really, let's say, so I was always in this kind of role of an outsider. And for me, um, and to have an environment where I feel valued was really important as well for my private uh, life, uh, feelings, how I was, but also for my uh, uh, from a career point of view. And I think um, that's the reason why with the experience that I had and I had uh, a rather positive experience, um, I think that can bring up people uh, and in general, independently from where they are, just because they feel included, they feel part of, of the story, mm-hmm. um, independently from which background they have, which color they have, which... Uh, uh, genders they are, which sexual orientation. And I think that that's that's really, let's say, the point where it matters to me. Uh, that when you feel included, you can be at your best. And that's also what, what is driving me in this discussion, why I'm engaging myself in this topic. Just because out of my experience, I know that when I feel included, I can really free up my talents, my time, my thoughts uh, for a company, uh, and and that brings really value in it, and that's what I'm I'm believing it, and I think that's also what brings companies uh, much much farther. And as I said, the industry changed a lot. Um, there are a lot of opportunities, and therefore, if we want to continue to grow as an industry, we rely also on having. Um, different people with different backgrounds, with different thoughts, way of thinking that are bringing us forward as an industry. Yeah, I love that. I think so. Diversity to you is inclusion, is acceptance. It's not. I think good to set those ground rules, right? Because diversity yeah. is used in different uh, contexts and 
Sometimes it means male female split. Sometimes it means religious. Sometimes it means it means skin skin color background. Um, for you, it's inclusion. What is it? I mean, inclusion and acceptance. I think is something that needs to be enabled, right? An environment that needs to be enabled, and that room needs to be given. Do you remember a leader throughout your career that was really good at doing that? That made you felt included. Can you pinpoint to, for for listeners if they are leaders right now and they're listening to this and like, okay, I want to include more people. I want to accept more people. Was there something that you've seen previous leaders of you do or that you are doing right now, maybe in an environment? Is there yeah. things that you've implemented? Well. I think one of uh, the most important leader that I had was uh, in my early, early career. Uh, I applied blindly at his mm-hmm. department. It was in the company that I w- was working as a student, but I said, okay, I have nothing to lose. Then I applied uh, there. He didn't have an open position. But then it came, he, he told me, yeah, just come to my office and um, and we have a talk. Then I went to his office and, uh, I mean, he was in the uh, executive committee of this company. So it was not, uh, <laughs> I mean, I couldn't go higher, let's say it like that. Uh, and then he invited me. So two days later, he said, invite me, come to my office. I came to his office. We had a chat and after half an hour, I looked at me and said, okay, I give a try. You, you can come as a training. And I think what I really learned from him was this kind of, opens the door. So, uh, I mean, out of the blue, he got a candidature. He invited me. He wanted to know and really look at the person. What does it, this person bring? And and also give them, let's say, uh, the the opportunity to, to present themselves. And um, it was so fresh, uh, let's say, to, to just, you know, open the door and uh, have uh, invite the person, speak with them. It costs half an hour, um, but that half an hour can be worse. And that was for me one of the, uh, let's say, most uh, engaging and um, also role modeling because it was afterwards not only, let's say, in a kind of a once in a once in a lifetime, but it was regularly, you know, okay, if I have something, I can go to him, I can speak mm. to him, he won't judge me. Um, and, and that was really so refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess that is a skill, right? Especially that non judgmental and, and being, yeah. taking the time and being opportunistic, if you will, to speak to yeah. you and see then, okay, well, there, there is an opportunity. There is something that I see, believe or feeling you. Uh, that will make me go out of your way, out of my way to hire you, even though I don't have headcount for it. Uh, yeah. I should put it like that. So that's that's just really interesting. Um, and also look at about, me- or maybe if I can add, also look yeah. at what is special at this person. Not only let's say uh, have a nice conversation, but really le- locking out, let's say the uh, the unknown of the person. Yeah, that's what I hear often. Also, don't don't stare yourself blind on what is on a piece of paper being a resume, for example, right? Look beyond that. Okay. Uh, okay. What is the person itself and what can they bring, how they contributed in the past? The world's biggest, most influential gathering of the global money ecosystem, Money 2020 USA, is coming up in less than a month. 
With over 13,000 attendees from more than 3,000 companies, this is the only place where the entire money community, including banks, payments, tech, startups, retail, fintech, and more, come together to make the decisions that shape the industry. Grab your pass now by visiting us.money2020.com and use the code PCN250 to save an extra $250 on your ticket. If you look at Nixie itself, how is diversity approached at Nixie right now? Is there certain initiatives that are being done or how is that approach at the moment? So as uh, as Nixie, we, we have the, uh, decided to, to have a diversity and uh, equity, equity and uh, inclusion board, mm-hmm. which is driving all these initiatives. Um, but I think that's, that's, let's say, more the process point of view of how we are driving the initiative. Most important for me is uh, the topic around walk talk. And uh, here we started with uh, a reverse mentoring program with the executive committee. So each uh, member of the executive committee got a female mentor in terms of um, providing topics are uh, providing guidance around diversity. So for most of the uh, colleagues which are on this executive board, this is something completely new. Yeah. And and also for me, it's really something uh, challenging because you have uh, someone uh, in front of you that you are mentoring, uh, which is has a lot of experience. And you are talking about some something which is maybe not so easy. So it's not something that you can can put a KPI on it. It's uh, not something where you can say it's wrong, right, etc. So this is really about building awareness, one topic, but also about how we experience that and how we bring how we 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 can bring the change in it and. I found it really incredible from our executive committee to be so courageous to start with themselves. Because I think diversity, as I said, it's not something that you can learn or something that you have. You need to to really uh, to really embrace it uh, completely as an organization. And that it starts with the top is really a strong signal. And that was, for me, uh, next to all the different governance topics that we have, that's for me one of the strongest signals that we have at Nexus. So we start with the top management. The second initiative that we have is, of course, also with the employee. To have some employee resource groups. Um, and here we have decided to start with two. Um, one is around uh, gender. And we call it Win Women in Nexi, and it's open to male and female. And that's really important that this is not a closed group where we have nice talks in between us, but that we open it and that this is open for everyone which is interested in this topic and discussing it. And there, and that we do that in all the different countries where we are in. So not only in the top management or only in the headquarters, but everywhere. And that's really important that the discussions starts um, on all the different levels so that the top management starts with walking the talk uh, and also that we have the opportunity to discuss around that in the different uh, employees resource group. 
And the second employee risk growth group uh, that we have is around LGBTQ plus. Um, and um, this is driven also by one of my colleagues. And that's, that follows the same concept of having it more decentralized, um, that we have that really um, in our DNA where we are. What are typical topics that are discussed in these uh, ERGs, if you will? Yeah. So um, one of the topics that we had in uh, WIN that I'm, I'm leading was um, to, to work on what is my value proposition as a person. We know that in general, women have usually quite um, are resistant or reluctant to, to really speak about themselves, but it's more about um, speaking not only about uh, what, what it is and why we should do that, but more about what is it about me? What can I bring? Where do I see my strengths? Where can I um, strengthen my strengths? Um, and, and really, uh, let's say, have also a personal exchange around that. That was one uh, of the, the topic um, that uh, we, we really uh, worked. And then we have certain topics which are discussed in um, certain countries, which are different, which might be different because they, sometimes the, 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 the cultural setup is also different depending on the countries. So we have a mix of, let's say, um, topics that we all talk about, but also topics that are maybe more locally. One topic that we also discussed um, in turn uh, in this employee resource group is a topic around mentoring, sponsorship. What does that mean? How can I do it? And it's really for us, it's important to, to have also a topic where can, how can I get also the support for mentorship? How can I ask for uh, for it? How can I, I work on it? And, and also, let's say, to, to show what we have uh, from, um, from or, uh, as offer from the group towards these activities. So it's a mix of, as I said, personal development, but also, let's say, concrete topics on that people can tackle uh, based on the offering that we are providing as a company. Interesting. How, how in those uh, employee resource groups, how many um yeah non women or non lgbtq plus people uh, join such groups that's a good question well we are not uh making statistics so i can only no, of course say not. <laughs> uh we are only say can say about what i have seen so far um in general we have around 10 to 15 percent yeah. of people okay. or depending on on the on the locations on the on the frequency, on the topic, uh, but in general, it's 15, 10, 10 to 15%, yeah. Yeah, why well, I'm asking, and because I think that diversity in general, right, it's a two-way street. So it's one, maybe the uh, minorities within diversity, because normally the minorities that are considered to, to, at least that's how I look at it, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, diversity is around giving the uh, minorities a, uh, a different chance or a better stage or whatever you want to call it. Um, but I think it's also having the non-diverse groups. Let's take men, male and female, right? So men, for them, it should be about, okay, how can we uh, see and understand the differences between men and women, where it is men maybe who speak up and like to talk about themselves, but women do not. Then men should understand that women don't do that, but they're 
they should understand how they can find and maybe there are strengths of the women and the women um will come forward and say okay i am now going to talk about myself a little bit more do you see what i mean so I feel responsibility exactly. on both sides, and maybe with—I uh, don't know how you view this—with with employee resource groups, it feels that where the real kind of bottleneck is is that the people who are not female are not joining those groups too much, so they're still being left out. Uh, it seems that you're tackling that with reverse mentoring, which is great, um, but that is a yeah. a struggle, right? I can imagine. Exactly. And that's the reason why usually we are also inviting the country manager. Yeah. Um, independent if it's a male or female. Uh, locally, we, we have uh, quite a high number of country managers in general at Nexi. Um, but we are usually inviting the country manager because we see that when people see a senior person in the room, yeah. that makes also a difference because then they know it matters. And as I said, I think the really the starting also from the top, it's as important as working on the employee side. Totally. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, like you said, leadership needs to uh, show that they take this seriously. Uh, and the best way to do that is to invo- involve them uh, early on. Um, yeah. Otherwise, it still feels like it's uh, a small group of people, uh, but leadership has no priority on a specific topic. So, so yeah, definitely. Um, any other challenges you have seen with regards to, yeah, maybe initiatives at Nexi or in general um, around getting more diversity or being more inclusive? Well, I mean, there are the, the general uh, challenges are everywhere. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, it's it starts really with a contribution. Uh, are we willing to make a contribution or not? And how how are we positioning it and uh, i mean at nexi we decided clearly it's also um committed we, we committed to the, also to the capital market so there is uh, a clear let's say uh, incentive behind that it's it's a clear part of our dna that we want to establish but that doesn't let's say uh protect us <laughs> from the daily challenges that we have. It's not because we have decided that it's done. And I think that's that's always a challenge to, to, to not be reluctant to always talk about that. It's, it's not because we have done one initiative that we can say, okay, check the box. Oh. And and that's independent, I think, of, of the company where you are. It's really about how can we bring this topic on a positive way on the agenda. Yeah. As a continuous effort, right? Yeah. Like you said, it's not just running one workshop or having L&D training. Uh, sorry, a uh, DE&I training. Um, it's very much about continuously making sure that people are aware of it. Um, I can imagine that that must be, I mean, it's a big mountain to climb within a large organization yeah. such as Nexi, which is made up of different cultures across different countries in Europe, um, all have different backgrounds. Um, so um, it is very important, but I can imagine that it is probably, I mean, it's its a long re- uh, way to go. Exactly. And I don't think it's because we have now decided that these few measures that we are implementing are the one which are good, that we are God, God, that we are done. At the contrary, I think we need to always question ourselves. Are we on the right path? Are we doing the right things? And are the things that we are doing also bringing the, the impact that we want? Exactly, yeah. 
Do you think it's something that is here to stay, diversity, these campaigns? I mean, do you think that this will be for the longevity of time? They always have to be there. Or do you believe that there will be a point in time where we'll make that switch and it's like, okay, now it's 50-50. It's done. We've done our job. We can move on to something else. Well, I... I say as long as we didn't reach it, we need to continue. Yeah, or, or maybe, or let's say what what is for me quite um, important is that if my kids start the their professional career, my hope is that they don't have to care to to take care of these topics. That would be let's say my dream, but it's a long, long, long way to go there. Not only as a company, but also as a as a as a culture, as a society. And I said, I think as long as this is not normal, we will need to have it. And uh, and the topic is really about how can we bring it on a way that it's not getting like how oh, we are tired of it, how oh, we are we have done it, and and it's here and. But really that this is kind of normal, but people can also enjoy it. That this is kind of normal in a positive way. Um, not normal because we have to do it, but normal because it is like that. And that would be the dream that I hope that my kids, when they will reach the start of their professional career, that they can enjoy this. I agree. I think it's, for me, probably we need it as long as there is uh, countries who are not inclusive. So who still treat minorities in a bad way or who still uh, mistreat women or as long as there's countries and cultures who do that, I think we will always need these kind of initiatives. Yeah. Yeah. Great, Mariana. Thanks very much. Uh, That was an insightful conversation. Uh, Thank you for uh, being on the show, learning a bit more around diversity. Any closing remarks you have for the listeners around diversity, the importance of it, or anything you'd like to uh, leave the listeners with? So thanks, uh, Roger, for, for this co- interesting discussion. Um, I think I would like to, to leave the picture of my boss that I had in my early career, which just opened the door. And um, just to encourage you, because I'm pretty sure you won't be disappointed and this will really bring you the richness uh, in your company. And um, I really encourage you to, to follow these Good example. Yeah, you can make a big impact on someone's life with that kind of tiny decision, almost, right? Yeah. For giving them an opportunity. Um, if you give people the opportunity to step up to the mark, you oftentimes will be impressed by how they are able to step up. Exactly. Great, Marianne. Some wise words. Thank you very much again. And uh, thanks to our listeners for uh, tuning into this episode of In Check with Fintech with uh, Marianne from Nexty. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of In Check with Fintech. If you enjoyed this episode, hit the like button and leave us a comment below. We'll be having more industry leaders soon, so don't forget to subscribe as well in order to keep updated with the latest episodes of our podcast.